written in 2006. Let's do talk about religion and politics. Let's do talk about religion and politics, the historical stupidity of war. Politics and religious affiliations have become emotional in-groups which have divorced from philosophy entirely, replacing it with rationalizations. Party members and religious tenants live in a polarized world of end-all end-alls. Finding out what is just has been replaced with finding out how to justify. Sadly, the driving values held up by our culture which we base the judgment of our government's performance is economic growth and feel-good machoism. Humanity has become an inconvenience in the way of the consolidation of power and wealth. The reason preventable pollution, debt slavery, sanction-induced starvation, military occupation, and so forth continue is because it is profitable for the corporations who rent the lawmakers and own the media. War and torture are excused by the lies that they are necessary. It's vicarious power for the frightened and powerless so they buy into it. For many, Truth is not based on reality. Truth is based on whatever is psychologically gratifying. Some think that stupidity is to blame. I do not think it stems from a lack of intelligence, but rather a flaw in their moral character. The herd is formed by their lowest common insecurities. The herd is led by the worst of the worst. By breaking down man's self-worth through religions and pumping them full of fear, people find a need for meaning and they are set up to be controlled. Most of the major religions threaten their followers with God's wrath and then set up conditions whereby God will spare them from himself so long as they believe in, don't question, and obey all of his rules. In Christianity, they cannot emotionally get rid of their savior figure because it's the thing that protects them from the Father. They start the conditioning very young. Fear makes hope easier to swallow. Fear makes false hope much easier to swallow. Jealousy and resentment hide behind moral indignation. They color themselves as protection, security, safety, and an unavoidable consequence of man's nature. We're just evil. War is stupid. War is a mass of strangers killing other strangers. It's nationalism at its worst. Let the greedy old men fight each other instead. Chicken hawks, to paraphrase George Galloway, will always fight to the last drop of other people's blood. What historically is war? War. The inhumane use of force for illegal ends justified by lies told by sociopaths to rationalize the slaughter of the innocent for the private gain of a few. That is war. And it gets the highest of praise, especially from the crowd that thinks you live forever and is waiting with anticipation for the world to be destroyed by their angry God. Modern mechanized warfare is a multi-billion dollar industry. The stock market is a convenient way for politicians to profiteer by passing legislation favorable to the increased demand for the products of the companies they hold stock in or hold collective investment in through their private equity firms. Since the military contractors are paid with tax money, the people subsidize lucrative contracts awarded by the state to the corporations who most funded their political campaigns. An increase in profit margin for the state-assisted monopolies comes at the expense of great atrocities to the environment and the most immoral, inhumane acts in history. 
All of this money doesn't even come from taxes. It comes from bank loans. So people pay with taxes and inflation and the central banks grow more powerful with each passing year. And always the defense companies are getting investments and propaganda from churches in the billions for cash. Kill, convert, collect. That is the industry. This blood for money game is packaged as righteous offense defense, which is an oxymoron, against terrorism, communism, savages, heretics, barbarians, take your pick. It's always been about controlling resources to increase the wealth of a few. The future always looks back and says, how horrible, while they are presently on the same course under different labels. The war makers fool the public every time because the history of war is dressed up in the glory instead of its soul-shattering reality. People fall in love with the tactics and the bravery. They forget it's an affair of grown adults and children solving their problems by repeated murder. Flags determine the teams, not personal quarrels. War is for the most basic, animalistic part of the brain. You can live in reason or you can perpetually fight in fear. You decide. You have to decide. That is the other thing. The passivity of the apathetic majority not only refuses to take action against the event that they know are wrong, they violently react to other people for even bringing up the subject. This willful ignorance and selfishness is what deserves ridicule, not the people who do want to talk about religion and politics but not in our culture. How many times will the poor be bamboozled into fighting other poor people for the rich? How many times will the general public blindly support military misadventures because the profiting authorities told them that there was a righteous cause? How many times can a boy cry Wolfowitz? How many times can the war party flip-flop their reasons for a war? How long can the mass media cheerleaders promote each lie before the public starts to ignore what they say? I'm sorry if I step on anyone's feelings who sincerely thinks that we go to war for noble dreams of freedom. I want you to see the children dying in hospitals in Palestine, caught in the fifth generation of a war these Israelites have illegally racially segregated settlements and with full support of the U.S. tax dollars, murder them with impunity. I want you to look at the pictures of Fallujah after the U.S. dropped chemical gases on it. What are the unmentioned 600 to 655,000 civilians killed in Iraq. Again, this is written in 06, so that number increased. And then there's some pictures of babies. Do you understand how sick this is? How do we make this sink in for Republicrats? Why do people hate us? Because we starve and kill them for profit. The largest genocide in history was in the Americas. It's time to stop and think about how our foreign policy affects the rest of the world. Have we really changed so much since Manifest Destiny, or did we just create craftier tactics? We are still stealing, still killing, and still masking it in self-righteous propaganda deeply tied to religious dogma. Don't be a sheep. Don't be a tool. The government doesn't care about you. It is still servicing aristocrats. Wake up.